0: Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am your host, Sensei Raven Ekundayo. Man, oh man, this is a jam-packed episode. Seriously, in preparation for this, I was going down everything that I needed to talk about, and I'm like, yo, this is a lot. <laughs> but that's what happens when you have episodes that are like kind of sporadic. Uh, what i'm going to do first of all let me first say that this episode is special to me because the main conversation of this episode takes place between me and two of my dearest friends Uh, this year marks the nine-year anniversary of when i first met mario gray and kaya Jiggets, both of which you've heard on the podcast in the past they have both actually been on more than one episode and so, I had an opportunity when uh, Mario traveled down here for a conference for the three of us to get together and to hold a conversation, which goes into the next thing. I know that on the last episode with Kennedy, I shared with all of you that I was going to start having guest co-hosts. Well, this conversation between Mario, Kaya, and I actually took place, I think, almost a week from this recording. So we weren't able to actually record the full episode with them being able to uh, talk about culture of pop and good news and everything. We were only able to do the conversation. So <laughs> I still plan to do my um, to keep my word. And as often as possible, I'm going to have guest hosts. But that will not always be the case, as in what you're seeing right now. But yeah, uh, this episode is going to have a lot in it, especially within the culture of pop. So I want to go ahead and jump into that stuff right now, because there's a lot to discuss with culture of pop from what's going on, uh, in the arts to what has gone on with me. Yeah. So first let's talk about (laughs) what's going on in my life, even before I get to culture of pop. So there's been a lot going on with me. A brother has been running like crazy and the funny thing is is that a couple of nights ago what used to happen to my body actually ended up happening it's been a long time when i lived in maryland i would be on the go on the go on the go and my body would force me to sit my ass down and rest like real talk and so this ended up happening a few days ago where i was laying down watching television and i woke up and it was six hours later Like, I went to sleep before 10 o'clock, which for anyone who knows me is unheard of. Like, 12 a.m. to me is like 9 p.m. Is it healthy? No, (laughs) but that is my truth. So, to go to sleep before 10, let me know just how tired I was. And I woke up and I looked around and I'm like, what, huh? It was crazy. Excuse me. I'm recording this late, actually. So <laughs> you know us, always transparent. I'm recording this episode late as well, so hence the yawn. I don't think I've ever yawned on this show before. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I've been working on kind of. I can't necessarily say slowing myself down because I'm appreciating where I am in life right now. Uh, I'm going to finally do the episode of the podcast, which if you misfits remember. Back when we had the one year anniversary, when BHW and I celebrated the one year anniversary, we had our live, and on our live, we asked you, What would you like to be? You know, some episodes that we cover in the future. And overwhelmingly on Facebook, people said that they wanted me to tell the story of my journey in Atlanta because they feel like it would inspire people. Because again, I went an entire year unemployed here in Atlanta. So I think I'm going to do that in the month of April. I think that's what I'm going to focus on. I am so freaking tired right now that I can't even remember (laughs) my lead in for that, like my reason for saying that. But (laughs) what I wanted to say is, is that I prayed to be able to have the kind of schedule. Maybe that, maybe that was the connector. I've prayed to be able to have the kind of schedule that I have right now. So I'm not going to complain and the universe take it back from me. I'm going to find a way to navigate within it and find moments to be able to take for myself, you know? Uh, Right now, I'm teaching yoga a lot. I'm thankful for it. I don't want that to change. Uh, Right now, I'm blessed to be, you know, I have several events that are coming up. I have a studio I'm about to start teaching in. I don't want any of that to stop. So I just need to find ways and time for myself so that I can recharge, you know, Uh, because right now I'm not getting eight hours of sleep. So that needs to become a thing, you know, I just need to watch out for myself that's all. I have to take care of me because if I take care of me then the universe will allow me to continue to be there for others and to work in my purpose. So in talking about working in my purpose, oh, an amazing thing that took place last week was that I was flown up to uh, the DMV. And to say it was an honor is an understatement. So I know i've talked about it in the past on the podcast but i as a black yogi and i don't know if i ever truly said it like this before i've never really felt like i belonged and that's kind of me across the board i've never really felt like i fit in anywhere so when i felt like i didn't fit in in the yoga community it was just like okay well that's part and parcel of everything else when it comes to you you know but i can admit that it hurt a lot when i realized that i moved to atlanta to really jump in and become a part of the black yoga community down here and that hasn't happened you know for numerous reasons it hasn't happened and it stung It's stung for a long time but the universe shows up in all different types of ways and i have a lot of yogis that i'm connected to all over the country And I'm honored, I really am. Uh, I have great relationships with these people. Even if we don't work together, you know, we, we, we send light to one another. I've met some beautiful people over social media, but what really touched me was that through another dear friend of mine, a yogi by the name of Quentin actually contacted me. He's an awesome brother, awesome brother. He reached out to me and he shared with me that he wanted me to be a part of a project. Now, I can't share what the project is because we want to kind of keep that under wraps until it's time for, you know, it's a premiere and be out there for everyone to consume. However, I needed to be able to go up to the DMV. So he was able to fly me up. (laughs) He is in Quentin. Please forgive me. I may get your title incorrect. I feel like he's the program director for Yoga Alliance. I think that's his title. Uh, if I'm wrong, it's some type of director. Just correct me, Quentin, and I'll make sure to inform everybody on the next episode of the podcast. But, uh, but yeah, so I was flown up there, put into a hotel, like a brother felt real special. <laughs> I was like, wow. And all to be a part of uh, a very necessary project, a very necessary project. So I made the comment earlier about, you know, how I felt like I was, as always, a misfit and kind of on the outside and didn't really fit in. But then this brother saw me, you know, I was seen, capital S-E-E-N, and it touched me. It touched me deeply. And for those of you who are listening, not just yogis and yoginis, but anyone, who you know you're out here in the world making a difference, even if you are somebody who's strong and you have faith in yourself and you believe. It's just a wonderful feeling when others see you genuinely. And it meant a lot that he did. And I was so happy, one, to be back in the DMV uh, because that is home, but also to be able to be a part of this project which I can't wait until I can say more about <laughs> instead of just saying project. <laughs> it was a wonderful feeling. I met some wonderful people. I had fun. You know, a brother was only up there for like no more than maybe 30 hours. It was a little over 24, which was like, wow, you know, I, I was flown up and flown back. And <laughs> I got back on campus um, on Friday. So I went up there on Wednesday, got back on Friday. And everyone was like, it feels like you literally just left. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. But uh, the the experience was one I'll never forget. Again, I can't wait until I can go into further detail with you guys. But just know, first of all, Yoga Alliance was a part of it. So that's huge. Um, <laughs> but also, it was, I don't know, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be asked to be a part of something so special. So, yeah, I'll just leave it there, and I can't wait for you guys to find out. So, next is, uh, I went to three different cities this past week. So, (laughs) I was in the DMV, I was in Virginia and D.C., and then, for the weekend, I went to Jacksonville, Florida. Now, Jacksonville, Florida was already on the itinerary for my, you know, a different city every month. It just so happens that I ended up in Arlington and D.C. as well. So, I went to Jacksonville, and my uh, traveling buddy, um, Tay, was with me. He's become like my partner in crime when it comes to traveling. It's an awesome feeling to have somebody in your life who is, because i wanted this for a really long time. Like, I've wanted a friend who was, you know, like, let's get up and go. Doesn't matter if it's a car, doesn't matter if it's a plane, I'm I'm up for going, you know? And I'm about to be 40, And I, this is my first time finding somebody who's like, listen, let's go. Let's make it happen. Do I know other people who do it? Yes, I'm just not included. (laughs) So it feels good to have somebody who's like, yes, I want to go and let's do it together. So he's always up for going wherever I want to go. So it's really cool that for so many of these cities, he's already like put me down. I want to go so we went to jacksonville and jacksonville was cool with every time i tell you about these i'm gonna give you your misfits an idea of where i rank everything so right now charleston is absolutely number three uh chattanooga and jacksonville are kind of fighting for what's going to be number one chattanooga i put as number one just because it's so it was so surprising it was nothing that i expected You know, I expected it to be this little city that had absolutely nothing going on for it, but yet it was so much fun being in the mountains, you know, the restaurant that we went to, like, it was just a really, really fun and unexpected experience, and it was beautiful. And Jacksonville, while they have the the most quietest, downtown I've ever seen in my life (laughs) once you get from the downtown area there's a lot popping you know like there were a lot of people everywhere else we went from the restaurants that we ate at to the beach like there were a lot of people so I'm glad that we just didn't see downtown saw how quiet and literally a ghost town it was and then decided okay so yeah we can't do this (laughs) and then we got up and decided to leave I'm glad we did stay and checked out the rest of Jacksonville because we actually enjoyed the rest of it uh I I don't know if I would say I'll be going back anytime soon like Chattanooga I can actually admit I would go back to I would go back and check it out because that's just how fun and adventurous it was uh Jacksonville didn't really have enough to stand out to me to want to go back like I can go to Savannah if I want to go to a beach you know Uh, So I can't really say that I'll be going back to Jacksonville anytime soon, but it was cool. It was definitely cool. Uh, I think that from this point on, all of the cities that I visit, like, it's just going to go up from here, like where I'm telling all of you that, you know, this was okay. That was okay. I think literally starting from April on up, everything's going to be like, this was an awesome city and this is what I did. I don't really think there's a city that even comes close to even being slightly boring moving forward. So I'm looking forward to all of the months that are coming up. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so I was initially going to say this. We're going to make our way now into uh, the culture of pop. So I was initially going to start the episode off with this. Just go ahead and tear the band-aid off and get right into it. But I figured I probably should talk about my weekend first (laughs) because that's usually the way the order goes. So let's just go ahead and tear the band-aid off. Now, I did not like us there you go bandage torn off now (laughs) my my misfits are an intelligent group of people however with that being said they may be some people who have already turned the podcast off because that just so happens to be how strongly a lot of people feel when it comes to this film Uh, and that's okay you know Uh, what I'm going to talk about now is a spoiler-free review of the movie. Spoiler-free. I'm actually going to give very little information. I'm not going to talk about it nearly as long as I planned to, only because I don't want to give away anything. Uh, But it was important for me to talk about this because of the visceral reaction that I received online when I talked about my feelings about this movie. So I went to go see it on the... uh, on the the night before it premiered so thursday has become like the night which funny enough is friday is supposed to be when movies premiere but thursday it not only opened but it like opened it like seven o'clock at night (laughs) like there was a time where you went to go see a movie around 11 or 12 the night before the movie opened but now it's like the sun is still up (laughs) and you're going to see this movie on thursday so kaya and i went with my friend tommy who you guys have actually heard on the podcast before, so Tommy was in town for work, and so he met up with me, us, excuse me, uh, us, how funny, and we went to see us, so here's the deal, and I made bullet points, because I wanted to be able to touch on each thing, when the film was over with, Tommy and I genuinely sat there dumbfounded, like Tommy looked at me, and Tommy was like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm," like, because I couldn't I couldn't come up with the words, you know, Kaya actually battled with it a little bit for a little while. It wasn't until we got back to the house that he actually was like, I didn't like that movie, you know, Uh, but it took him a minute. He had to process everything. Tommy and I knew immediately that we didn't care for the film. And so I went on Facebook. He and I both went on Facebook and told people not to see the movie. Now, before I get into my bullet points on my side, this is what I want to say. I could have worded my post differently. I told people that I disliked the movie and I felt like they shouldn't pay to see it. I felt like we wasted our money so they didn't have to. Those were my exact words. I am someone who believes in balance. That post wasn't a balanced post. And for that, I apologize. I could have found a better way to, because here's the truth. I don't want to take money out of anyone's pockets in that film. And I'm going to get to some of that later on, but I just wanted to clearly state that right now for Jordan, Lupita, Winston, everybody who was a part of that film. The goal is not to take away money. The goal is to share an opinion. That's it. You know, Uh, so if it came off as if I felt only one way, then that's my sincere apologies. And that will now lead me to the first thing that I wanted to get into, which is Things that I liked about the movie. I loved the cinematography. I thought that it was beautifully shot, you know? They did wonderful things with the color and the lighting, and they set an awesome mood in so many of the scenes, you know? Uh, For me, even in aspects where it was bright and sunny outside, it still felt dark. And that was just me, you know? They were on the beach, and there was still something that felt very... Very dark, very ominous, even when they're on the beach and it's broad daylight with the sun coming down. Uh, So kudos on the cinematography. Things looked beautiful. Uh, The acting was stellar. Lupita act her ass off. She really, really did, you know, Um, both as Adelaide and as Red. She did an awesome job. She did. Uh, Kudos to the entire cast. Uh, the, The daughter, I can't remember what her name was in the movie but oh my goodness, like, again, this is spoiler free, but she showed out, (laughs) she did, um, I can admit that I don't think that this was, well, for, for Winston, I believe that, uh, Lord, what was his name, was it Greg, I know Abraham was his, uh, tethered name, but I can't remember if Greg was his name, Gabe, Gabe was his name, okay, uh, Gabe was his name. Gabe was cool. Um, Abraham, I felt like they should have given him some more screen time because he seemed kind of, Abraham seemed kind of pointless to me, to be honest with you. Uh, I could have took him or not. He didn't really even have to be there. He didn't make much of an impact at all to me. Uh, and everyone else did like literally the, the tethered version of the kids did, uh, as well as Reg. they all made an impact, but I feel like Abraham was just, I don't know, quite literally the muscle, and that was it, Uh, what else was, okay, so these are things that I enjoyed, I enjoyed the cinematography, I enjoyed the acting, now what I didn't care for was the writing, and so I I apologize for my part earlier, but this is what bothers me, and it is how No one who took issue with what Tommy and I had to say, and there are actually quite a few people, which I didn't realize until people told me during the course of this week, that there are quite a few people who don't like us. I didn't know that, you know, Uh, but they shared with me that a lot of people don't ask them why they don't like it. People just immediately attack them. And that's what happened to me on social media. At no point in time did someone say to me, well, why is it that you don't like it? you know, what exactly was it Raven that you didn't care for? You know, no one said that people came at me with the most strangest things. Like there was one guy who came under my post and he said, just because you didn't like it doesn't mean that others can't. And this is a podcast. So I can't give you the long pause that I gave when I actually was looking at it, but just know, like I literally had to sit there for a minute Because I I thought of five different asshole responses that I could have given. (laughs) But instead, I decided to say to him, that is very true. That is also the case for pretty much everything in this world. Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean you don't have to. To me, that just seemed like common sense. So I was a little confused by that. But another one, and it was the first response that really bothered me, which was kind of speaking to the whole thing of you have to be someone who's a thinker you know these weren't their words verbatim but it's it was very much like you have to be somebody who can understand it if you're somebody who's simple or stupid then you won't get it and that was really offensive to me it wasn't only just offensive to me for me but also for tommy you know uh he and i are both trained actors and As people who went to school for this stuff, for me, being someone who has always loved directing, we're looking at it from a behind the scenes thing, not just somebody who's sitting in front of the screen, but understand what goes on for, you know, the stage and screen. So with the knowledge that we have, that's the way we're coming and looking at this film. And that's what was offensive to me, to read that comment and for them to be like, and a few people have said this on social media, that it's deep, you know, there are a lot of layers, there are a lot of hidden, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not attempting to mock people, so forgive me if my voice is changing. That annoys me when people do that. It's like there's no need to, to mock people. So my apologies. But the, the whole thing of you don't get it. It is literally the complete opposite. We totally got the movie. That's what bothered us. Five minutes in, I knew the ending and I was right. That is what annoyed me. What annoyed me was that I got all of the deep meanings, you know? I'm somebody who went to go see, uh, Lord knows, the 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 Leonardo DiCaprio movie. It's completely left my memory right now, but I got that movie the first time. I know people who told me they had to see the movie like three or four times in order to get it. I got it the first time. So don't worry. I'm somebody who's really good with being able to get those kind of movies that are abstract and weird. So I saw a lot of the Easter eggs that were in Us. That's not what messed it up for me. The movie wasn't too deep or too complicated for me. If you would have asked me why I didn't like the movie, I could have told you. And the reason why I didn't like the movie is that for all of the things throughout the course of the movie that gave me red flags, for all of the things that happened during the course of the movie where I was like, hopefully they tie this up by the end of it because that didn't make any sense whatsoever, what killed it for me was the third act. When it got to the third act and by the time that movie ended and the credits rolled, I'm looking at it like if you could have at least... And this is the truth. This is genuinely how I felt. If they could have knocked out the third act, I would have forgiven the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie, with its epic amount of plot holes, would have been completely forgiven because at least you were able to give me a good third act. But the fact that the third act may have given you even more plot holes than the rest of the film was just like, what? Like, (laughs) like what and i was left thinking to myself i almost feel like jordan peele because again he's another intellectual i feel like he may have been sitting there like i'm gonna get this audience we live in a world right now where everyone is so expecting for there to be twist after twist after twist that because they had get out and they had to which i think was a wonderful movie by the way um when they watch get out They're now under the impression they have to look for things. I got to get this. I got to get that. And for him, he's like, I'm about to make a movie that damn near makes no sense whatsoever. And I'm going to play in people's faces and have them think of endless things that are hidden meanings and all this stuff when really it isn't. You know, (laughs) I know that's not the case, but that's kind of what I wish would have happened because... Everyone went so hard on the, well, this means this, and this means that, and true, I could definitely see a lot of those hidden meanings that people were talking about, but don't think that just because a person didn't like the movie means that they didn't get the symbolism that you saw. They could see the symbolism and still think the movie sucked, and that's me. I got everything that you're talking about. I think that it made very good and valid points, especially when it comes to uh, classism In the United States, however, even with that being said, I didn't like the movie. And that's okay. It's okay for us to disagree on things and for you not to have to put someone down because of it. That is what has been so alarming to me. And it's been alarming to me for a really, really long time. That we live in a society where the majority attacks you because you don't want to be on the bandwagon with them. That's a problem. I've been asked on this podcast on more than one occasion, why is it that I feel so comfortable being able to say that I dislike this or dislike that? On more than one occasion on this podcast, if I had something that I had to say when it comes to Beyonce that wasn't the most favorable, I still said it. Why? Because I believe in original thought. Why? Because I'm an actual individual and not a sheep. That is why. Why? Because I believe in balance and I am a fully realized human being, which means that I can love Beyonce's music and still take issue with some things when it comes to her. I'm not afraid of some supposed beehive, you know? And and this is the thing that really confuses me about people. I don't fear the response that people can give me to us. The only people who have those kind of fears are people who are worried about what a bunch of strangers can do to their life. If I make a comment about Beyonce or the Beehive, about Jordan Peele or us, if I make comments about any of these things and I can have my career taken away from me, then it wasn't a career worth having in the first place. My mission, my purpose lies far beyond any comment that I can make about any one person. You know, my purpose on this world is to help and heal people. So if talking about the beehive can get me excommunicated from people, then those aren't the people I was supposed to help. The end. (laughs) So this is why I get confused by people and they're like, "Ooh, don't talk about this. Ooh, don't talk about that. Who are you afraid of? These are other human beings. And if we're being completely honest, if these are people who are attacking you over your comments about someone who's a total stranger to them, then you're wasting your time just as they are let's get real about this stuff. So when I make comments about us, I am not attacking someone's family. I'm sharing an opinion about a movie. And you can be absolutely certain that when I've had opinions or read reviews about movies that were unfavorable, I still saw it anyway. If I disliked it, oh, okay, well, the person was right. If I liked it or loved it, okay, well, I didn't agree with them. I will scroll Facebook. And if I see something that I don't like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep scrolling. That's what I'm going to do. Again, this is a mental health podcast. So just a little advice when it comes to helping you with your mental health. Don't think that just because you see something that you don't like, you need to comment on it. That's unnecessary stress that you're bringing onto yourself. Unnecessary anger that you're bringing onto yourself. Why do it? You saw something that said that they don't like something that you, you yourself know that you like. Keep pushing. If you're some, if you're someone like me, you have thousands of other people who are on your, your friends list, so you'll see all of them as you continue to scroll down. And what's even more perplexing is how many people attacked me, and Tommy told me how many people attacked him who hadn't even seen the film yet. I need you to understand that half of the people who commented on my post, had, more than half. Hadn't even seen the film. They attacked us based off of the commercial alone. This is what I'm talking about. People jump at the idea of being angry at people. People jump at the the opportunity to debate. It makes no sense. Opinions are okay. Everyone has them. And it's okay to not agree. To jump back really quick to of the project that i worked on again i can't go deep into it son of a bitch um but i will just say that there were instances of disagreements between people who were there and what was so beautiful about it is that no one ever reached the point of what was taking place in my uh my post on facebook everything was understandable everything was talked out like adults and everyone kept it pushing there were no hard feelings at all we don't agree okay, that's all good. Let me hear your point of view. All right. Let me hear your point of view. Wow. I got you. I definitely hear where you're coming from and I can see how that can make sense to you. I still don't necessarily feel the same way, but I absolutely respect your position. Keep it pushing. This is what I'm talking about. Emotionally mature, mentally mature conversations and people. These are things we have to work on being emotionally mature and mentally mature. Getting into arguments with people about a difference between video games, movies, television shows, like, these things do nothing for us at the end of the day, you know? Well, I won't say that. All of these things can bring some type of joy to us at the end of the day, you know? They can bring us a sort of, you know, video games, music, all of these things can bring something that helps and heals us. However, should we get to the point where we're trying to cancel people to make people feel smaller just because they may not agree? That, that's pretty problematic to me. That's pretty problematic. I stand here with no fear of being able to say that. Make room for others and their opinions. You don't have to agree, but allow people to have space to be able to not agree with you. It's healthy. It really is. That's how we grow. We grow from having people not always agree with what it is that we think. What a terrifying world this would be if everyone walked in lockstep with the exact same way of thinking. How, how pointless an existence that would be. Whew. Okay. So, after having a lot of people probably angry with me about that, I'm assuming, I'm assuming because we never know, that (laughs) a lot of you will agree with me when it comes to this next thing. Okay. So uh for, for whatever reason, this is just the way social media works out. There was a video of Maya Angelou on what I believe was a Sally Jesse Raphael show that ended up going viral. I, I don't know. I don't know. People just, again, people like drama. So, people decided they're going to start posting this video, in which what I've come to find out, because I think people were saying she was 14, but I heard that the the woman stated that she was actually 20 in this video. She, uh, you know, was someone who had great respect and admired and loved and looked up to Maya Angelou, and she was in the audience for Sally Jesse Raphael. So, she stepped up to ask a question of Dr. Angelou, and when she did, she called her Maya, and Dr. Angelou she corrected her and she let her know that she's an elder to her you know i'm your mother i'm your auntie i'm your grandmother you know all of these things and she's like you will refer to me as dr angelou uh and there were a lot of people who ended up being up in arms by that now mind you the woman herself stated she's 49 now she stated that at the time She felt confused, you know. Uh, She said that she didn't necessarily know how to take it, but it wasn't in a offended type way. On On the flip side, she thought that she offended Dr. Angelou. And she said that wasn't her intention at all. But she said she's gotten older. She's truly learned to understand what Dr. Angelou meant by that. And I sit here and I say to myself, that is the way that I was raised, you know. The reason why this ended up going viral and ended up getting so much attention is that there are some people who feel like Dr. Angelou was in the wrong. And it's perplexing to me, you know, because Dr. Angelou apologized later. She said that, you know, not to quote her verbatim, but she she came off maybe a little too abrasive. And so she apologized because that wasn't her intent. So Dr. Angelou actually apologized. Mind you, she didn't have to, but she apologized. But I look at this and I'm just like okay it was it was an elder informing you of how she would like to be called i don't know like when when would have been the right time the the young lady at the time could have continued to call her maya during the course of the conversation if she hadn't corrected her in the beginning i was raised to call everyone sir and ma'am when i was in high school the black kids all of us would look at the white kids like crazy because when our teachers would talk to us all of us black kids would say yes all of the white kids would say what, and we would be like, huh, (laughs) like, are you really saying what to an elder, and that was really perplexing to us, you know, so it's like, I call everybody ma'am and sir, and like, when I say I call everybody that, I could be talking to, I'm about to be 40, I could be talking to a 25-year-old, and I'll say, sir, that's just me, you know, and it's not even something that's really that deep, it's just how I am, that's who I am, but it's confusing to me that you feel like you can talk to somebody who's 75 80 and you can call them by their first name why you know the only time it has ever been okay for me to call my mother by her first name is if i have called her five times and she hasn't heard me then i'll say her first name and mind you she'll give me a side eye but she'll understand i've been calling you for a long time and you wasn't answering to mom so <laughs> i needed to get your attention you know Um, But yeah, so, (laughs) so this is what I'm saying. I'm not necessarily sure why there's even a debate. Like, again, going back to what it was that I was saying earlier, I understand that these are people with differing opinions. However, making a big deal out of it, especially for a woman who is no longer here, that's the thing that was the biggest surprise to me. Like, we've brought up a video of hers and we're attempting to tear her down and she's not even here anymore who's doing this who's bringing up these things with people who are dead and attempting to bury them even deeper it is so wild to me what world are we living in where people are okay with this kind of stuff what is she gonna do what are you gonna do you know The conversation that it's creating right now, I could see if you removed her from it. If you were like, okay, well, this is what Maya Angelou said back then, go ahead, move her to the side. Now it becomes a conversation of, is this how we should talk to our elders or not? If it was that conversation, then okay, you wanted to open it up to how is it we should deal with, but people are shaming her. Huh? People are saying that she was being elitist. You have got to be kidding me. It's elitist to inform someone of what you would like to be called. What? What? This is this is wild to me. This is really, really wild. This is the world that we live in. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Retrograde is almost over, my friends. (laughs) Retrograde is almost over. Uh, It is something else being born in retrograde and watching everyone else having to navigate it. Now, of course, when it comes to things like technology for me, I'm still impacted by it. But in so many other ways, like communication, I'm just fine. On a regular day, I'm just fine with communication. But in retrograde, I've actually stopped myself. Like I'll begin to get into a conversation with somebody. And when it immediately starts off confusing, I'm like, let's take a break. And we're going to come back to this later on in the month. (laughs) They're like, what? I'm like, or let's talk on the phone. Like text messaging is already very confusing. With retrograde, we're damn near not going to understand each other at all. Let's, let's not. Let's not do Marco. Let's not do FaceTime. Let's just meet in person. Yeah, because that's how worried I am that things aren't going to make sense. (laughs) It's real. It's very, very real out here. Uh, I cannot wait to do my episode on astrology because people and their thoughts of on astrology has been so interesting lately in how people like to uh, put down what it is you believe in while they believe in some very interesting things themselves, but I'll leave it there. But it's wild the things that people believe in, but yet try to make you feel like you're crazy for what it is that you believe in. It's, I'm telling you, a weird, weird world we live in where people make up their own things and they believe as they go along (laughs) they they genuinely do they genuinely do um right now we're going to go into our mudra for this week and after that we're going to go into my conversation with mario and kaya all right enjoy So for this mudra moment, I want to focus on apana mudra. This is the seal of purification. Now it helps to detoxify and purify your body. This is actually the uh, the seal that connects all of the different elements. So this is actually a very important mudra. It helps to prevent diseases and illnesses. So if you have an illness or a disease. It can help to kind of uh, pull it out of your body. However, it can also be used to ward off any of uh, diseases and illnesses as well. So one of the things I don't think I mentioned last time uh, on the last episode when we talked about these was that with many things in this world, you need to have a certain amount of faith and belief in it for things to work. And what I always tell my students is that it's important for you to actually believe in these mudras, you know? Now, we explain to you that with your fingers and the way that you move them, they're connected to different energies throughout your body, you know? They can activate different things within you. And there are some people who will hear the same way they hear about all types of stuff, you know, about uh, Reiki, about meditation for whatever reason what it is that they believe in makes perfect sense but what you believe in that's different from them is totally like insane so i want you to understand that if you truly want to heal from using your mudras you have to have a certain level of belief that they will be able to do just that heal you now with saying that The fingers that you'll activate for this mudra are your middle finger, again, remember that's fire, your ring finger, that's water, and your thumb, and that is space. So what you're going to do is you're going to bring down your middle finger and your ring finger into your palm, and then you're going to take your thumb and you're going to place it on the top, uh, well, or the tips, excuse me, of those two fingers, or you're going to cover the nail bed. Now, it's funny because for some people, like if you're wrestling fans, then this is actually going to look like the too sweet symbol. <laughs> for those misfits who are listening who know wrestling, will know what I'm talking about. That might be able to give you a better idea of what it should look like. And for those of you who I guess are into rock and roll, or if you're into music, you just know what it looks like. This could also look like the devil horns. Now, I hesitated in sharing that because, of course, there are those out there who unfortunately are looking for any reason to call anything demonic that isn't a part of what it is that they believe in. But that was just a way of being able to help someone better understand the mudra. That's it that's it there are a lot of people who when they even hold their apana mudra don't even hold it up you know when you're meditating you won't it'll be on your lap so i just need to make that very clear because i was already about to start getting offended <laughs> and annoyed at the thought of closed-minded people being like oh god he said double warrant. Please simmer. <laughs> simmer and, as Indyari said, come back to the middle, <laughs> by all means. So, moving forward. The benefits to connecting this mudra, it can remove headaches and migraines for you. However, this is only for a short period of time. It can also eliminate vomiting, stomach pain, and restlessness. It helps make it easier for you to defecate and urinate as well. And it helps you to maintain healthy teeth. Now, that one I thought was quite impressive. (laughs) It's like, wow, connecting this mudra can help you with healthy teeth. All right. Uh, Also, keep in mind, as I stated at the very beginning when I was explaining it, that it connects all of your mudras. So this is the perfect mudra to connect when you want to get full balance back into yourself. So if you're going out into the world and you feel rather drained, you can always come back and connect this mudra to bring you center. Again, this is the Apana Mudra. I hope this helps. Okay. Let's continue. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I just laughed because I told both of them to get close to the microphone and both of them was leaning in. <laughs> and then Mario felt uncomfortable, so he leaned away. <laughs> So this is a very special episode of the podcast for me Because we are celebrating the nine-year anniversary of our friendship Uh, Back in 2010, I met these amazing brothers One at the beginning of the year, one at the end And uh, yeah, we've been growing strong ever since No matter how distant we are, no matter how much time goes in between us talking The connection is still there We can get back together and this is if we were all together just yesterday Which actually we were So, um, (laughs) this is being recorded on the, what's this, the, tw- the 20th? The 19th? the 19th the 19th okay yes. the 19th of march i'm saying the date because i don't know when this episode is going up so <laughs> i want to make sure that i'm putting out there in case you're hearing this in may <laughs> that it was recorded in march okay, okay. Uh, but both of them have been on um several episodes of the podcast so you guys are familiar with two of my closest dearest friends kaya Jigic. Mm, what did i say Kaya Jig- <laughs> <laughs> I, got Wait a I know your last name Hello. That's Kaya Giblets. <laughs> My throat got real, like okay. Got <laughs> real um. <laughs> You know what? I can't. <laughs> Kaya Jiggets and Mario Gray, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Thank you, thank you so much. What's up, fellas? <laughs> oh, you got real. <laughs> Wait a minute. There are women who listen to the podcast too. <laughs> real like you. Oh, I was talking to you. Oh, you talking to us? Talking oh, what to now we both. Oh, wait a oh my goodness! That's <laughs> not the rule That's okay. That's not the lot that we both thought the same thing. And hello, audience. I was like, is he ignoring <laughs> our female viewers? I mean, female listeners. Well, hey, yes. ladies. Yes. Yeah. Hey, and, later. And, and 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 trans and, men and women and non-binary. And, yes. yes, non-binary. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone. indeed. No, everyone. everyone. Hello. <laughs> <No, Lord. laughs> wait a minute. This bedtime talk he's giving. <laughs> okay. So I had several questions off the top of my head uh as the the misfits know usually i go scripted with a lot of stuff uh just to make sure that it's flowing but we all have drinks we getting our drink on right now we're preparing to go to a nice little soiree after we're done recording so i'm like i'm not gonna these are two of my closest friends so there's (laughs) gonna be no script we're just gonna talk uh and kind of go down memory lane a little bit so i have two major questions that i want to save for the end so i'm gonna save those two for the end okay so we'll start off pretty light so let's all give kind of not kind of let's give an idea of what we thought of each other when we first met so kaya i'll Hmm. let you go first okay oh well i like your response y'all like that question okay (laughs) 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 "Mm." (laughs) Okay. no we can be completely honest okay we can be completely honest um so okay kaya you go first mario and i what did you think when you met both of us um
1: when i first met mario uh I, i really uh, liked his, his energy. I have seen him out and about before with um a mutual friend of ours, uh Sean. And um I, I saw that he can dress, you know, I saw he had good energy. Um and from his post on Facebook, you know, he seemed very uh literary and very intelligent. So I was like, oh shit, you know well, I can curse, right? Okay. What okay. he <laughs> <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> acted real brand new <laughs> Um and yeah, he seemed like a very en- enlightened brother. And um, you know, when I met you, uh, Raven, I um, I felt your your very good, very positive uh, energy at the party. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, let me specify. <laughs> um, I met you at uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jermaine, mm-hmm. um, his Christmas party he had that year. What was that? 2010, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 2010. And uh, you were standing at the end of the table. And you and I were, like, the only two back there. Mm-hmm. We, we were, like, the two awkward ones in the room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, the the jokes that we kind of, like, uh, had going with each other. It was, like, okay, I can see me hanging with him. He's very positive. And, <laughs> and we just went from there, you know? So
0: it was all good. Okay. So for me, uh, both of my stories are very funny. So... <laughs> When I first met Mario, and I I almost feel weird telling the story because I feel like Mario should be telling it. Um, But I guess we can just tell both of We can say both of our points of view from it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mario contacted me and he was interested in writing for Escape the Matrix magazine. And two of his friends were writing for the fashion section. So we ended up, it was Facebook we met, right? Mm-hmm. So we ended up meeting on Facebook. Right, we actually have one of the legit friendships where when they say you've been friends for this long, it's actually legit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's not just a a, a a Facebook friendship. That's literally when we met. Um, but yeah, so what stands out to me the most about when we first met was how he said that he was, uh, how I was described to him. That I was pretty much supposed to be uh Miranda. <laughs> miranda Priestley from devil wears prada yes and i went to all right i was like I'm, I'm cold really but here's the funny thing i liked that i was like hello, thank you
1: hello. i take that as a compliment and that's what miranda was saying right
0: <laughs> <that's all>. right <laughs> but um but the vibe that i got from him we had a hell of a lot in common we were both nerds we were both very deep into poetry and it was one of those friendships where it was very easy breezy to talk like it took nothing for like literally from the first day we started talking it was nothing for us to just go and now the one of us care to talk to phone on talk, talk on the phone to people so it said a lot that we were able to talk on the phone and we didn't care for how long we talked so that said a lot uh, and then with Kaya now Kaya and I both had two very different experiences from when we first met each other uh-huh. so when uh-huh. I first met Kaya <laughs> I saw him standing across the room at Jermaine's party and I was like who is this suck up bitch
1: you know what (laughs) you did tell me that
0: now mind you I thought he was fine (laughs) as fuck but I was like who is this suck up handsome ass man but then we started talking and I was like oh okay he's pretty cool but the the true connection didn't come until we were all at Mario's apartment Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and the night when we were at Mario's apartment was when I felt like the true connection between Kaya and I came and that was when the ball I feel like of all three of us really happened so yeah that's one of my first thoughts oh wait Kaya yes and I, I thought he was very cool because I realized I didn't really give a description after suck a bitch so I thought V was really cool very funny very kind those are my first thoughts I was like did I keep that at only my first thought like yeah, wait yeah, <laughs>
2: okay so I feel like I'm tipsy uh, um, I <laughs> So, um, how I met Raven. So, yeah, he basically told the story. Um, I was, so I, at the time I was writing and, uh, I really didn't know what to do with my writing and I wanted to get it more so out into the public. Um, so I was, it was suggested to me to hit up Raven on Facebook, um, well, actually they said they would introduce me, but it never ended up happening. So I hit him up. <laughs> so I hit him yeah, up. On... Take initiative. <laughs> so I hit him up on Facebook after I was already told that he's like, Oh, he's he's strict and this and this and that. And if you wanna write for him, this is gonna be writing for Vogue or something. And I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> okay, M- so M- I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see what happens. And so yeah, and I remember like the first time we talked, I was like in in like Giant or something, walking around, and <laughs> like and I don't know why I distinctly remember that I was like in the freezer section at Giant, and we like and we like yeah, like he said, we like talked effortless effortlessly for like a couple of hours that mm-hmm. that first time that we got on the phone, it was like oh okay, and then we started hanging out and doing photo shoots and and I became a part of uh, his, uh the storytellers and all that type of stuff, so yeah, it was history from there. But as far as this bitch, kinda uh, yeah. you know what? <laughs> so to from stuck up the bitch. So heaven. <laughs> so first time I met him, he tried me oh, because, oh. Um, so like you he said, he had seen me out uh, with our mutual friend Sean, um, and then I, I, I guess he found me on Facebook or whatever, and he had me be like, "Hey, I saw you at DC Star, or whatever the club was," and I was like, "Oh, hey, I saw oh, you in the yeah, line." Blah, blah 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 blah. And then we was like, we had like a light conversation, and I'm like, oh okay, well, what made you hit me up? And he was like, oh, so what's up with your friend? And I was like, what?
1: And I'm just like, what, sir? We did have that conversation. Oh my god. And I'm just like, what, oh <laughs> oh
2: just yeah. like, what the fuck Am my chop liver? <laughs> <laughs> what was this? And it, it, then from there, we just became friends, and like we laughed about it, and it, it was really cool after that. <laughs> But I was still tried. <laughs> yes, but
1: I was still tried. <laughs> and then to clean that up. Yes. <laughs> we wound up being closer friends than uh, he. He. Well, I'm sorry, Sean and I. Um, wait, did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm grateful for all three of us uh, connecting the way we've connected, uh, yeah. and we've been friends. You know, clubs, all that. You know, we've been through it all. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> uh. Clubs <Yeah. laughs> and the places they've tried to get me into. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, don't shun all of them because you did have fun at a couple. Which one did I have fun? <laughs> oh, it was uh, more so DC. There we go. There we go. <laughs> have fun at town before. If you want yes. to be closer to this microphone, town. Oh, I always have fun at town. Uh, yeah, okay. I Wait, love we town never went to Cobalt together. No, no. I don't think I've ever been to Cobalt. Uh,
1: We've been to the mill before. And yeah, oh, uh, you, you better shun that one too. <laughs> the old
0: ass people, <laughs> <laughs> old ass people. I mean, but we're, we're up, up there now. Where if are you don't people, lean in, we're those people. Now? You said we're the child. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not gonna be in there. Like, so I'm <laughs> not gonna be sitting down watching we're people the, like uh, looking the, like a creep. We're
2: the 30 year old daddies now. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said now, bitch. I'm about to be 40. I didn't been about 30s for a minute. Oh, yeah, so th- <laughs> right. <laughs> you got a few more months. Listen, Listen, the
1: meal, the meal welcomes you yeah. Whatever. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: that better be my admittance. My <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're 40. Welcome, sir. Exactly. Here's your VIP card. You know what? You sit at the bar in the smoky place. <laughs> and and eyeballed.
1: Right. And young kids. Young kids. <laughs> right. Ew. Pedophilia. Oh my God. Pedophilia. Uh,
0: that reminds me of Delta. <laughs> oh, you know. Hey, <laughs> no,
1: yeah. no, no. Don't fuck you Delta. You're not a child of Delta. I had, I good, had good
0: times. times. Yes, <laughs> in at fucking Delta. <laughs>
1: Don't try her Like
0: nights where Now I
1: it, it was one way in And one way out But she was Exactly <laughs> Listen Right
0: It was a lot of right. nights I don't
2: remember What happened
0: There we was, go But I was there Right <laughs> I yeah. was there You probably got roofied But yeah I, I, <laughs> You know what Well
2: my, my butt wasn't wet afterwards So i was good. good Well
0: that's could be a better Good thing Oh yeah uh, It
2: could be good it <laughs> could
0: Yeah It yeah, could be a man. good thing
2: yeah.
0: Right So yeah. we're gonna Indeed. move on To the next question <laughs> <laughs> Segway Segway You don't want to talk about Your butt being wet no more
2: Well I mean There we
0: go there we go. Right. right. Come on. <laughs> T- tell them the truth. Said actually in hindsight. <laughs> that's that's for the after show. There ah! we go. Come on. Yes. Let's get him. Let's get him. Talk about the real healing space. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have so much to say, but we're, <laughs> I'm still, I'm, we have to keep going. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So, what do you think would be? your fondest memory and i'm have actually having a hard time thinking of this one so that's why i'm glad i'm the host because i can pass it on to the offers um what would be your fondest memory of all three of us together what would be your fondest memory so for that i'll pass it to mario first
2: uh i'll actually say i can't remember the name of the club but it was um that club that we went to for polo kenny's yeah, yeah, and we all took that picture that yeah. became like the iconic picture, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that night. I, I mean, again, I can't remember that night. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but I remember the pictures, and I remember ha- having a lot of fun. Um, and I think that's the night that I like ripped your pants or something. No, I'm go- <gasps> I'm gonna get to that
0: one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that <the> right. <laughs> I got you.
1: <laughs> okay, the. Uh, the memory that sticks out to me is when we all took a trip to uh, Sandusky, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about seven of us. Was it seven or eight of us? Child. Um. It, 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 either way, it was the three yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we um we stayed. Uh, what was it? The the weekend, something mm-hmm. like that. And we all got a chance to uh, be away from home, um, share experiences with each other out of town, and um you know show love to uh, one another. You know, it, it was really good. It was no drama. Uh, nothing like that. Um, it, it was a hell of a drive, but you know, yeah, it, got, she was cute. We
2: got attacked by cicadas at outside the hotel. Ciao.
0: Room. oh yes, yeah, so we did. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass Ohio bugs. <laughs> Kaya was talking about how we uh we showed love to each other. I was getting a lot of love shown to me in the bed uh, across from Mario while he was asleep. Oh, so yeah. Yes, Wait, come Wait, on. Who was that? You did tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who was, uh, it, it was my uh, ex. Yeah, yeah, my ex it did. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> <Good laughs> Friday, well, no, so, well,
2: some hello. love. Was <laughs> to be, some, some love was trying to be shown to me, and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually
0: hoping that he would have gotten that love, but I was like, oh, it's not oh, happening. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. That, that love
2: would have been crazy, and it, and it would have. <laughs> yeah,
0: man. yeah. No, Kaya, but, Kaya got to know that that. That that particular love very well after a while.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 this restraining order
0: love, like. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Woo. locked up we won't don't let either. me out. Love, <laughs> yes, <hello>. get out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jordan Peele ain't got shit on that one, baby.
1: What's that
2: Beyonce movie? um Bad
0: movie.
1: Obsessed.
2: obsessed. Yeah, obsessed.
0: Oh, uh, I'm about to say Waste of Time. Uh, um, my bad. Oh my god, you about to get to the podcast man? Child, listen. <laughs> the bees <V's> are coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was careful. Nobody who truly loves or even listens to this podcast, so it's all good. <laughs> 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 um, I can't say that. I can't say that. Ooh. But uh, so, okay. <laughs> my memory would be when I was moving to New York, and my friend, my sister Janice, held a party for me at uh, one of my favorite places called T Volve in Baltimore. And all of the people that I love came to see me off. And it was a whole lot of fun. We took a lot of pictures. And then after that, Kaya and Mario decided they wanted to show how much they love me by taking me to this hole in the wall. Uh, And so (laughs) they took me there. And we were having a cute little time. You know, we went into this little dark, dank little dance area. (laughs) And (laughs) we're we're, we're dancing and twirling. And Mario has had some drinks in him. And then a lot of people don't understand that he turns into somebody else when he has enough drinks in him. And he becomes extremely masculine. (laughs) Like, Unbelievably masculine <laughs> I'm <more hyper. laughs> Like I'm going to Probably lift you up In the air With one hand masculine <laughs> So I'm dancing and, You know I'm Popping it back And everything He comes behind me And we have one of Those kind of friends So we can do This kind of stuff mm-hmm. So we're dancing And everything I'm grinding against him He decides that he's Going to start Banging the hell Out of me from behind yeah. And at first It was like yes But then it was like No yes. <laughs> he, he, he grabbed my shirt And he just got Banging banging And so he just Ripped my shirt wide open Come on, show. And I was like we showing dance floor right. right. show that's them what they so want to see
1: secretly yeah. that's how you felt bitch that's how you felt I was trying to give the people a show yeah. Yeah. alcohol is truth potion
2: hell Hello. like
0: wait a minute like, I, was, if, I, was, if, I was
2: if only fans was
0: around Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly yeah but but I know people are probably listening to this like, is that your fond memory? <laughs> Come on. The fond memory was having my closest friends there as I was preparing to transition to a new city and start a new chapter. And it meant a lot to me that they were there for me. Yes. So yes, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. Was. So uh, so now I'm going to get into of something a little deeper. It may take, you know, like longer answers. I don't know. That's completely up to y'all. Okay. So I'm going to start with... Ooh, excuse me. I'm going to start with the darker and then I'm going to go to the lighter. Okay. So this is the healing space. So the healing space is all about healing. So we're going to talk about some healing and then we're going to get into the love. Okay. So we're going to talk about the dark and then we're going to make our way into the light. Okay. So I would like for each of us to share what and prepare yourselves (laughs) <laughs> when i was thinking about these questions i was like jesus prepare myself to ask them this because they're not going to know about it ahead of time uh, i don't want y'all to be caught off guard and be like bitch <laughs> <laughs> right already they? prepared to be tried again
1: <laughs> <laughs> already
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so i would like for each of us to share what is it that the other two have done in the past that has hurt us the most <laughs> right, <laughs> I told you it's healing, but that's the reason why I'm making the second one. Look, the light, the light will be what closes it. So don't worry, we're not closing on this. Damn. there will be light afterwards. The light is coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll go back to Kai. Kai can go first. Uh,
1: you got me thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but be,
1: be honest, because it's about being honest with each other. Right, right, right. Uh, I don't know. What have y'all bitches done? <laughs> uh duh, 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 duh. I, I I know we've had disagreements before, but yeah. it, it's never been anything like that has had uh like animosity afterwards. Uh, well, no, not animosity.
0: Just hurt. I don't know. The fact that I can think about things that Mario and oh, I have both done that have it, hurt. Was, it, it, it was
1: one time where I came to uh pick up Mario from uh for, and we were about to go to the club. And oh, wait a minute.
0: Before you continue, uh-huh. none of us defend anything. We just listen. Okay. Okay. No, it's cool. It's cool.
1: And he took real, real long to come out
0: <laughs> that one particular
1: <laughs> night. And I'm like, what is this bitch in there doing? Like, damn. He, he told me he was ready. And I was like, all right, cool. So I, I waited and I waited. And I'm like, all right. So he, he came outside and he immediately got on his phone. And I was like, okay. So I I, I i honestly just paid it after that mm-hmm. and it was just like okay cool i'll talk to him about it later and we never talked about it mm-hmm. so I um I talk about it today. <laughs> <laughs> no because I, I absolutely forgot about it um but yeah that's that's uh i guess the only thing that comes to mind because uh, anything else i've got over because we've talked about it mm-hmm. um so uh raven wait, wait a minute for, for the record, Go
0: ahead. You can get over it. It don't mean it didn't hurt you in the moment. That's the question. Now, what is it you didn't get over? Oh, well, what is okay, it that hurt you? Okay, you know what? That's fair. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, that could be a lot of stuff we can't talk about if did we heal from it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't think. Oh,
1: it was it was one time where you <laughs> where you had uh, spilled some wax on the floor, and I was just like, I was like Raven, I was like. And then I just pointed at it mm-hmm. and uh, BHW Brandon, mm-hmm. uh, he looked over and he was like, ooh. he, he kind of tossed his shoulder and it, it kind of built up my, uh, like, you know how somebody gets real sensitive mm-hmm. about something and it, uh, you know, triggered. So in, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I felt like I was dealing with my brother and I was about to argue with my brother, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I, I got to remember that this is my best friend, you know, blah, blah, blah. And. I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to swallow this up, you know, because I tried to learn that little patience thing, and I'm like, ah. Uh. Yes, <laughs> that so little I, patience I, thing. I was <laughs> boiling, and I'm just like, you know, yo, it's just a floor. Like, don't trip. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he'll clean it up after, um, you know, after his company leaves. And then when you never cleaned it up, I was just like, okay, I felt disrespected by that. So, um, yeah. Did we ever talk about that? I don't no. Know child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. um, that's, that's all
0: I got. Okay. Yeah. Um, For me, I'm going to make the one with Mario quick because offline Mario and I've talked about this one ad nauseum. and I don't want him to be like, bitch, can I ever outlive that? Um, but it would be when my grandmother passed away and when because of Mario and I have to make sure that I say because of Mario's own past feelings and things that he's had to deal with, he vanished on me. And I have to make sure to make that clear because I don't want to make it seem like he just, you know, whatever, bitch, um, because of his own personal things that he had uh, gone through. He vanished on me when my grandmother passed away. And it was definitely one of the most painful things that I'd experienced because I like he. Wow, that was gonna be a lot to say. He was like my rib. I'm like, we're not married. Um, but, but at the time, you know, even as Kaya had stated, you know, there was nobody closer to me. So that like wrecked my world at the time when it happened. Uh, And with Kai, it was more so because the funny thing is, like, Mario was always around and then would vanish in in, in aspects like that. With Kai, what hurt is that Kai was the complete opposite. Kai would vanish regularly. So (laughs) it had gotten to the point where Mario and I were like, could we even depend on you? Mm -hmm. Because so often you'd come into our lives swooping with your cape do amazing things and then just be gone and we're like but well, bitch we need a friend and we will need a savior like we don't need you come in and be like I got you for whatever you need away and then fly away it's you like no we need you here all the time so I was like that hurt because it made me wonder like can I call you friend yeah. because you'd come in and do really nice things but it's like but I just need to like sit down and talk sometimes you know and that's fair yeah that's fair so, I, I remember um, us having that conversation yeah. yeah so okay so that was me okay so me Kaya and now you Mario oh okay um.
2: Mm. Uh, well, I guess I'll start with Kai. Um. I guess it was kind of along the same lines of what Raven said, uh, except a little bit different. So, what before I became the evolved man that I am now, <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed a lot of assistance, and I can admit to that. And we actually talked about this yesterday. Um. And of course, Kaya and Raven both swooped in and like saved me a lot of times when I didn't have any money or needed a ride and stuff like that uh but i think the only thing that would hurt me that kai did is that he would always be there like he would always like be like the first in line like oh you need help doing this this and that or you need a ride and blah blah blah, blah. and and it was i i, and I, I probably could have been more like oh let me see if you need some money or like gas money and stuff like that um but at that time that what that wasn't how i thought and it and that's not right or anything like that but mm. I just always felt like instead of talking to me about it, he kind of like let it build up and then it like, then he would disappear and kind of be mad at me for it. And then I would feel like, I don't know. I would just feel really weird about it. Like, Oh, I didn't know that that was an issue for you. And then now I look like the asshole. So I I think that was the only issue um, that I like the, the the issue that was ongoing with uh, our friendship. Um, But as far as Raven,
0: uh I feel like whatever you're about to say is gonna be new to me because I don't know if we've ever talked about times where <laughs> you felt like you were hurt by me so I'm like I'm listening now like what so, you it's, to so it's,
2: it's only been really two two major times so I guess I'll just combine them since you already said one um <laughs> but as so far funny. as is his grandmom passing um I did vanish uh not well at the time I didn't think it was vanish I just was not really able to handle those kinds of emotions and I did not know what to say or what to do and I didn't really I didn't want to go to the funeral. Like all of that was like a lot for me. And instead I didn't say anything. I just kinda just backed up. Um and I guess that I thought that he would I don't know, I guess I I, I assumed he would read my mind and know all that stuff, but of course he didn't. Um but what happened with that is that another he told another friend of his and that friend started basically attacking me uh like saying all kinds of stuff and how he wanted to whip my ass and all this type of stuff
0: i don't think i knew that um when we going to talk about it right now <laughs> oh i assumed yeah. wow
2: so yeah and and i just i just felt really like yeah i i, I felt like okay like we're in, we're we're going through a thing but you still shouldn't let this person like i wouldn't let anybody talk to him or threaten him like that so it just it just really hurt my feelings like oh wow like we're we're going through stuff but this person is doing all of this and making it worse and like i really would like for you to step in and like stop this until we can figure out like how we can work through it um
0: yeah actually that that, that's it that's that's my
2: that's my thing i'm not not even sure if we ever talked about that
0: no we definitely i was not aware of that person well i mean wait that's offline because remember i said we're not supposed to (laughs) we're not supposed to have a follow-up to nothing okay so but back around to you mario because we're going to do it the around the other way now so you me then then kaya so now like i said the light so we talked about the dark so now the light what is our happiest moment of each other like, what is it we can think of, one of the things that has made it? Now, of course, in nine years of friendship, we can think of lots of things. Yeah. But what is one particular... It doesn't mean it's the most. Just one particular thing that really stands out to you about the other two people. So, Mario, that would be you first. Like, a, a particular memory or something like that. So, I, I guess it would just be uh,
2: the fact that you were so open to include me in the, um, in Storytellers. Um, I had always felt like I was kind of like on the outskirts, but you always like emphasized that I was a part of it and like always tried to have me come on stage and have me do the photo shoots with you guys and all that type of stuff. And I was just like, oh, I guess I am a part of this. And it <laughs> and like and it, it it really built my confidence as far as like my writing and as far as just being somebody of value and not just kind of like somebody in the background. So I, I'd, I'd always really appreciated that in oh yeah yeah and, yeah. <laughs> and i end up meeting like really amazing people and like yeah it, it 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 was like transformative like to be a part of that um experience and it definitely helped me to even get to this point where i'm about to i'm editing a book and about to release it so i i definitely think that that was like a, a one of those keystone moments in life mm-hmm. um and as far as kai uh I, I will never forget how he basically stayed when I moved uh, to that house on Carolina Street. Mm-hmm. That really big house with the... with the, with the, the uh, That sexy ass yeah, house. Yeah, with the uh, <laughs> like exposed brick and all that. Yes, yeah <laughs> in, in, in the oh hood. My <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's
0: a beautiful house and the <laughs> exposed, exposed brick, brick in the hood.
2: <laughs> hood. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use that. I'm using that. But uh, <laughs> but he stayed there all night. He helped me move in. He put together all, like basically all my furniture. Like. He, that is Kai. yeah he yes. like it It like it it, it was amazing like I, i've really I, I still don't know how to put furniture together you know, <laughs> <laughs> i'll see that today but yeah he he really like went above and beyond to like help me like make that place a home and i'll never forget like oh, how, and i'd do it
1: again <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay
0: so i'm gonna cheat a little bit because i'm the host um so <laughs> i'm gonna do uh both of you together, and then I'm going to do separate. Okay. Um, And that's only because of something Mario, something that Mario just brought up, but I want to give him his roses for this too, um, his flowers. The both of you, like if it wasn't for the two of you, and shout out to Kurt too, because he played a big part. Y'all pretty much furnished my last apartment in Maryland. <laughs> like real talk. You did say that. Like between the three of y'all, <laughs> I didn't have to buy shit. <laughs> like, And it was so organic. Like it wasn't, not, none of you knew that the other ones were doing it, you know, it just happened. And yes. I was like, what? Like, I turned around and I was like, I may have bought two things. <laughs> Everything else was from y'all. I was like, wow. And again, Kaya came over and put together, and I mean, hours. I, I was tired. I was like, damn, it's taking forever. Like, but he was so pa- Mr. Not Patient was so patient. That's very true. Look at that. Look at that. That's very true. Won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my, my personal memories for each of you. So for Mario, I don't know. For either of you, I don't know if it's a particular. Well, I guess for for Kai, it would be something specific. Actually, yes, it is. Okay, for Mario, I don't know if it's a specific thing. It's just the fact that I have always felt seen by Mario. Like I've always felt very awkward, very different, very much like people don't understand me. And I felt like I found a kindred spirit in him. Like, I felt like he felt the exact same way. And I literally not in my life. And I've had a lot of close friends. Mm -hmm. But until Mario, I never felt like anybody... He felt like my twin in a sense. Yeah. Very different from each other in different aspects, That's powerful. but we got each other. Mm-hmm. Without having to explain things, we just got each other. That's dope. And that meant the world to me. So I can't really say this cuz I kept trying to think of one specific thing and I kept coming back to Christmases where we would always get gifts for each other and stuff. <laughs> um so I was like I could use that. But I'm like at the end of the day it was the fact that for the very first time it felt like I wasn't the only misfit. With a lot of people, it felt like they said it by name, mm-hmm. but with us, it felt like we actually were, yeah. you know, and we helped each other to rise up in it and not feel like it was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, right, the, the power, <laughs> yes, exactly. yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> and with, um, with Ka, I would have to say it is what took place while I was living in Atlanta. You know, um, for, for the many, many times that Kaya has swooped in and helped out Mario and I, what really meant a lot was one year ago where I still wasn't employed, still wasn't sure I was going to move next. I refused to leave Atlanta. I would have been on the damn streets if I had to. And then Kaya was like, why don't you just move in with me? got this big ass house like why don't you just come and stay until you can get on your own feet you know and that will forever mean so much to me because i've changed my whole life while i've lived with him you know i have a dream job i have a car like everything is finally building up to where i was in maryland and it wouldn't have been possible if you wouldn't have opened your home to me so that's my fond memory (laughs) okay (laughs) so now it's your turn okay
1: uh, I'm gonna do y'all you know collectively and then I'm gonna do you
0: individually oh, That's not fair well, <laughs> you can do one too mario <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> um
1: what I get from both of y'all or what I've gotten over the years is uh you know is is wisdom uh patience and both of y'all have uh way more emotional strength than I do you know and I appreciate that so much uh because it's, it's' it's times where i've really wanted to like bottle up and and like and cry and roll over in my damn bed and just like uh like fuck the world but yeah i would like speak to either one of y'all or both of y'all because there were, there were times where we would do you know the the um uh, the, the three-way conversations <laughs> and the elevator music and all that <laughs> i'll never forget all of that um and it was like it, it made me feel better you know us having those little uh those little quirky intellectual conversations and it was this it it made me feel really good it made me feel like a person like Mm -hmm. you said uh you were seen by mario Mm -hmm. i was seen by both of you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i i really didn't have any like uh like friend friend friends until i met y'all too you know and it's
0: you're not gonna make me emotional (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying
1: and i told y'all that when i first met y'all i'm like damn you know and I was like, wow! I, I I really didn't know how to respond to a lot of things that y'all were doing because it was new to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, about the not the loyalty in a sense, but like the the consistency. Yeah, and I lacked with that, and you know, y'all taught me how to. You know, I'm I'm still learning that. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? But like ten <laughs> years later, damn there, you know. Um, so I'm I'll forever be grateful for that. Um, Mario, um, when we had that, uh, what what was it? It, i think it was a party or something that you had at your house and somebody had said something uh kind of like out the way and you like defended me and mm-hmm. i i like overheard it you know in the other room and i was just like i kind of walked in on it you mm-hmm. know and i was like damn like that's a true friend right there mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that, that that actually like got points you know what i'm saying so oh. <laughs> um yeah and uh raven um uh, where do we go I want to say it was was it in New York? It, it it was one of our little out of town excursions. Right, <laughs> we've had many. I'm about to say we've had many. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was D.C. Okay. I was with you and uh, you mm-hmm. know your, your ex at the time. Right. And we were all standing on the monument, and we were all out there taking pictures of each other and everything. And that was like the day where I really felt. Uh, I felt like my gay doors opened.
0: Really? Gay doors. <laughs> not your anal cavity. I'm done. Good night. <laughs> I'm going to
1: have to keep that in mind. It was like, you know, um, I, because I've always been like quote unquote closeted. Right. You know, and not too sure of myself and like, do, do I want to do this and all this other stuff. I, I've been attacking myself for years. Mm-hmm. And you know, hanging with you and um, and your ex at the time, it it, it was just very empowering uh, for us to do that or those events down there. Yeah, and at, at the time, it you know it was uh, very LGBTQ uh, related, and um, I felt myself growing from that. Mm-hmm. I felt more like a a person and not somebody trying to live two lives right you know what i'm saying because that yeah that that has been my struggle and i've I've said that on on many other you know podcasts yeah and i'm like shit you know you get tired yeah you know and this 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 message goes for anybody out there that you know that's that's listening to this when you find uh who you are Mm -hmm. be you
0: speak a word Mm. Absolutely. I can elaborate on that, but <laughs> I, I will not do that right now. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna
1: give uh, Mario the platform.
0: Mario. He, he went before you, didn't he? No, okay. but but he no, he wanted to expand. Oh you you are now. gonna do it? Oh no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> oh, I'm <sorry. laughs> I feel like a little girl on thing, like, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh next year makes ten years. So I'm fairly certain in some way, shape, or form we're gonna have another episode. Um but I'm like We live in different cities now. You know, uh, Mario is doing... Would you consider... I would just say D.C., but I'm sure you're probably... Right. (laughs) Mario's in D.C., Kaya and I both here in Atlanta, and who knows the the next time we'll have an opportunity to do the podcast together, you know? Hanging out, yes, but Mm -hmm. doing the podcast may be different. So I wanted to make sure that we had an opportunity to do this, and prayerfully prayerfully next year we will as well. Uh, The beauty of this and what I appreciate about this is that while we may go a long time without seeing each other, you know, uh, there may not be as much contact as it used to be. The, the life goes in waves. You know, um, we evolve. We get in different spaces, totally new friends, things of that nature. Ooh, yes. But the, the beauty is, is that we never forget each other, you know, um, and that's powerful. So I would like to thank the two of you for nine years.
2: Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: no matter how far we are, the connection is still there. Uh, as uh, Janice named us Which I was like Should I name the episode This or not But uh, <laughs> Fabulous Trouble She did She did she name did. us that Yes Wow And I was like You better give us a name <laughs> you use that as like. Yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh but then I feel like I, But But He's not on he- on here So I feel like I have to You to- said <laughs> Not block it <laughs> I can't
2: Put it You can like Make it Three pictures next to each other Okay, oh, yeah. we'll there, we yeah, we'll yeah. there we go. <laughs> I can't do <deal laughs> <on> it.
0: <anywhere. laughs> uh, but thank you both for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this has been fun.
0: And uh, we'll be back with good news. And now it is time for good news. I want to keep this good news short. After everything that took place, as far as uh, the judgment on social media for my opinion, my friend's opinion, and just really thinking about how everyone attacks one another because they have differing views, I wanted to focus on making this good news about the importance of stressing why we should love one another. I understand that there are some people who don't listen to this podcast. I've had people inform me before in the past that my way of thinking is just a little too positive for them. I do my best to keep this podcast as balanced as possible. If you listen from the beginning of this podcast until now, meaning the very first episode, you will hear a full human being when you listen to me. I never attempt to be anything other than who I am, which means that during these episodes, I don't attempt to seem perfect. In many of them, I'm far from constantly positive, you know? I am a fully realized human being, as I said before, who is constantly growing, constantly evolving, but very aware of who I am. I don't believe in the idea of holding people to what it is that I believe in and not giving them space to move. I welcome differing opinions. And so that's the energy that I want to put out to the misfit universe. If you find yourself in situations where you meet people who don't necessarily agree with what it is that you feel is the right way of thinking, that doesn't make them a bad person. And I think that that's difficult for a lot of people in this world to understand. Someone not agreeing with you doesn't immediately make them a bad person, they just don't agree with you. Someone not sharing your opinions doesn't make them a bad person. And we have to get out of this very juvenile way of thinking. It's dangerous. And it's definitely a way that we'll never become connected. You know, I know that not everybody wants peace. I get that. I'm not sure why you listen to my podcast, if that's the case. But um, <laughs> because Lord knows I'll speak about it enough. But I don't know, for, for the sake of humanity, even if you don't necessarily want to be kumbaya with everyone, I totally get that but why not at least have a world where all of us respect one another nothing saying we have to be the best of friends but why can't we why can't we work on respect why can't we practice respect now i don't believe in the word tolerance i think that's bullshit when it comes to other human beings why would you tolerate a human but respect is very important you know let's show respect for each other this conversation sparked from a movie a movie there is no reason why there should be long conversations where people are putting others down because of their differing opinion on a film i i personally just can't get with that so the good news is is that we always can work toward this again tomorrow or if you're listening to this podcast whatever time of day you're listening to it you can start from this point right here making a positive difference there's still time that's the good news there's still time to make a positive difference there's still time to contact that person you cursed out for what you realize is no good reason and apologize for it life is short why are we constantly living in a place of arguments and anger and hatred and bitterness and pettiness we're humans So more often than not, we're going to feel all of those things. But living in a world where that is your default has to be tiring to the spirit. The good news is, is that you don't have to be that way the minute you finish listening to what it is that I'm saying. You can begin the change right now to be a better you. And a better you doesn't necessarily mean kumbaya, positive, love, and light. It doesn't mean that. It just means that you don't have to continuously live in a dark space. You get to change. That is your right. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast. You can walk with us all over social media. First at THSPodcast.com. podcast on Facebook and Instagram and underscore THSPodcast on Twitter. You can walk with me all over social media at Yogi. If you are an aspiring yogi or yogini, or if you're someone who's already flowing and you'd like to become a part of the revolutionary yoga family, you can DM me. You can email me at love at revolutionmultimedia.com. And let's get to flowing. I am honored to have students across the country who are flowing with me online and to my wonderful students right here in Atlanta. Thank you all so much for flowing with me today on this podcast. Let's continue to all heal together. And remember, there's nothing wrong with having a differing opinion as long as we know to respect one another. I can't wait until the next episode of the podcast. I love you guys so much. And until next time, namaste.